Bye, Poppy. Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. Welcome to Queer State of Mind, y'all. I am back. This week, I have some very, very special guests with me because the girls are on vacation. The rumored pop queen is somewhere being rumored. Um, Nika Nederson is off with her husband. And Jose is somewhere being Jose. So you just have me today, and I'm joined by Mr. Dr. Craig. I'm going to call Dr. Craig on the air, Dr. Craig. Craig and Coach and Bradley. And so we're going to have a good conversation about all this stuff and more. So thank you for listening to Queer State of Mind. This is Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to Queer State of Mind NYC at gmail.com. Hey, y'all. Say hello to the people, y'all. Hey, hey, hey. hey, hey, ah, hey. Yes, I'm so glad they're here with me because let me tell you a secret. I was about to take the day off uh, and lay down in my house and, you know, like I told them, season my chicken and carry on and shit. <laughs> but I got a text from boss man. He's like, you cannot be off two weeks in a row because we will be off next week. We'll be a replay. But please listen anyway. Um, but this week we're going to be discussing a lot of stuff and I'm so glad to have them here because I have a fresh perspective on things. Um, yes, so, which is really, really, really good. But before we do that, we're going to start with the track of the week, which is by Sadie, honey, aka Shade, um, the band. Even though she, that's her name. Shade has a new mm. song for the movie, um, Widows, starring, um, Miss Viola Davis, um, Michelle Rodriguez, and a few other people. So, take a listen to The Big Unknown by Shade. Right, y'all. We are back. That was Sadie, honey, aka Shade. With the great unknown, a lot of people don't know Shade's a band. You think Shade's Shade's the only artist? No, she's a band. It's the band. Yeah, yeah. It's the name of the I, band, but a lot of people don't know it's the name oh, of the band. Is, people think it's the name. Her. That's yeah. her name. Her, Shade Adu is the woman, but Shade is the band. I didn't. Have know you guys that. ever seen her in concert? Mm-hmm. The more you know, kind of Rock and Roll Jeopardy, honey. Come with me. You will not lose Rock and Roll Jeopardy. <laughs> exactly. You will not lose Rock and Roll Jeopardy with me. I used to play. Um, I used to play Rock and Roll Jeopardy at this bar, and I always tell this little story where, like, it was like it was the final night. Final night, you got a two hundred dollar uh, gift card, and you win a hundred bucks cash. Me and my friend. So the final song that you had to name was. Let's see if anyone's going anyone's to get this. This it was "Ain't Nobody." You know, it's not "Ain't Nobody." Um, oh, okay. Not by Shade though. No, not by Shade, but who sings "Ain't Nobody"? Shaka Khan, I want to say, right? Who sings "Ain't Nobody"? I'm about to Google this. I thought Shaka Khan was saying that. <laughs> okay. Shaka Khan does sing, does sing it, but that's not the right. artist. The artist is Rufus featuring Shaka oh, Khan. Oh, that is how yes. you get the girl. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the band, not yes. the solo artist. You know the someone specifics. Had, someone has said <laughs> yeah, Shaka Khan. Yeah. I was like, excuse me. It is not Shaka Khan. It is Rufus featuring Shaka Khan. Oh, my gosh. And did you win the points? I absolutely did win the no points. It's it the difference when you wow. hear, can you feel it? If someone right. goes to Jackson 5, you're like, no, that's not the Jackson 5. That's the Jacksons. <laughs> oh. <laughs> you are two different bands. Oh my god! That's how you win shit. I see. You always want to have you. You always want to have me on your side. <laughs> <laughs> yes, all these you years know. I did not know that Shade was the band. Shade is the band. Shade, I do is the woman. 
Okay. I like uh, that name too, Sade. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, so. I know she's always been in a band. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But that's the so. band. So the band was always there because they liked her her name. You know, she was a model before and then she became um, the singer. Mm-hmm. So we have so much to talk about, but let's start here um, with um, with Stacey Abrams. And that's the, we'll go start with the politics in the first half, then we can get all, all crazy after. <laughs> so Stacey Abrams finally conceded to um, that man, whoever you name um Voldemort. Who's your name? Nameless. Nameless. <laughs> and after putting up a big fight, I know a lot of people are disappointed mm-hmm. that she didn't win, but I, for one, I feel great about the fact that her perseverance is what made me more proud about her as a person mm-hmm. and as, mm-hmm. you know, a woman who's really trying to do something. And not as a woman, as a person who's mm-hmm. trying to do something. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that she really was like, we're going to go to the very, very end. So if I lost, I lost. Um, right. If I didn't lose, I didn't lose. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, but what do you guys think about that? I, um, you know, I, I, I thought it was, you know, her, her campaign run was, was encouraging in terms of how she galvanized people to get out and vote. Um, but I also think that, you know, what we saw in Georgia, you know, was a kind of reality check in a lot of ways too, you know, um, that we still got a long way to go in those deep red states. Um, so yeah, that's, that's probably my, my primary takeaway from that. Yeah. I agree 100%. I, uh, a lot of my family is from down south, from Mississippi and, uh, I can tell by them thighs, honey. <laughs> <laughs> those southern legs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so a lot of my family are transfers like she is. She grew up in Mississippi and then moved to the Atlanta area which a lot of my family did also. Mm. And so I was texting all of my family, like, go out and vote, go out and vote. And so everybody was so excited for Miss Stacey Abrams. Mm-hmm. And I was really rooting for her. So this was so sad to me that she didn't mm-hmm. win it. But, I mean, it is a reality check when you see how um, a lot of the polls actually went. Um, Beto mm-hmm. didn't win Texas. And mm-hmm. then uh, who was the other one we were really rooting for? And Florida, yes, yes. But... They necessarily didn't lose. Look how close that was. Mm-hmm. I know. Like this was like forty nine percent to like you know forty nine point something to like fifty percent. Mm-hmm. They really didn't lose. Like lose. Mm-hmm. This it, was, this actually, I think this was more encouraging because they're like right there. They're so close, you know. Yes. And then I like that they're taking the time to count every single vote before they mm-hmm. concede. Mm-hmm. It just shows the people that look where you what you voted it matters. Um, but we do have some, uh, some, some, a way to go. Mm-hmm. I, and, you know, I was looking at the, uh, percentage, percentages of the votes. Um, 76% of white women, <laughs> um, voted yep. for Baltimore. Uh, and, uh, 73% of white <laughs> men voted for him as well. And so mm-hmm. after all of that campaign and Oprah coming, mm-hmm. you know, Barack coming, mm-hmm. Uh, it just seemed like she had a lot of resources, you know, that elevated her into a sort of national discussion and people were talking about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, at the end of the day, people still voted their values. Now, let me ask you a question. Do you think that and this is a controversial question I'm going to ask. <laughs> do you think that what what do you think her being um, being black baited hurt her? What I mean by that is she's black. Vote for her because she's black. Mm, because sometimes, I mean, I'm not a white person. I don't know how white people feel. I mean, but I've heard, you know, by listening 
sometimes that quote unquote turns them off. I'm just real. <laughs> this is reality. Yes, let's, just, let's, reality. let's be real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. Do but, you think some of that hurt her? Because I felt like almost sometimes people weren't uh, paying attention to her merit. Mm-hmm. Right, and they were lost. trying to yeah. elect the first black something, right? Mm-hmm. And that was always mm-hmm. the headline, and all of that. That was always the headline. I personally don't believe people should start to put those headlines up there. No. As that, I understand that's encouraging to people to see that that's happening. But I think until it happens, it's like. I think we know. We know the first black something that's happened. Mm-hmm. We're not stupid. You're like, bitch, you ain't never seen that bitch before. You ain't never seen that bitch in your house. <laughs> right, right, you know? Exactly. So right. I think, I don't know if that hurt her or not, but I personally think that hurt her. Mm-hmm. But I could be wrong. You know, what do you guys think about that? I mean, by the time you get to that point where you're running for the governor of a state, like, you know this that she has credentials. So when I mm-hmm. went and did my research, she's a Yale graduate, right? Mm-hmm. Yale right. graduate. And she applied to be a Rhodes Scholar. These are like the brightest people mm-hmm. in the world. And mm-hmm. so she was talking about that with Oprah. She was like, that is kind of what rejuvenated my campaign campaign is that she didn't get the Rhodes Scholar. But to just to be smart enough to even apply for mm-hmm. it, mm-hmm. Uh, you know that she has credentials. So... The idea that she was being black baited, I don't think that really was. Um, the producer, our producer, or just sent me a message. He said, Bernie Sanders uh, thought white people were scared to vote for black candidates. Mm-hmm. I think it's a thing. It's a thing I that we're, we're yeah. going to talk about. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. I mean, we it's just can't be like, oh, no, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Real are. I know. And to get into the heads of white people is such a, <laughs> it's so hard to do. Ooh, yeah. Bitch, we're going to get in that in what? a second. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that I wish the white people, the white people like, might want to turn up the radio. Like, oh, I'm about to be that bitch girl when it's about to hit. I know. I wish that that we would just vote for the candidate that we know would really be best. Mm-hmm. And sometimes Take I do believe can color out of it. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. And I do believe that sometimes white people are just scared to just mm-hmm. jump out of that box. Mm-hmm. They are scared, you know, because they never had to do that. It's weird because people of color are able to do that. We can sit and look at someone and go, hmm. Mm. Mm-hmm. You're gonna do better for me than this person who looks like me is going to. Mm-hmm. So, uh, girl, good. I'll, I'll fuck right. with her. You know, I'm mm-hmm. fuck right. this bitch right mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. We can do that for them. All to see is the transfer of power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So and they don't. They're threat. not. They're not. Yeah. They're not thinking about the fact that this person can help them. They're thinking like, ooh, this person of color or this mm-hmm. person has something. Is they're going to take something away from me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, what we're going to do, honey? You dra- we're going to infiltrate you now, dra- <laughs> bitch. You drag, you know, <laughs> like uh, uh, hundreds of thousands of slaves across mm-hmm. the ocean, girl. You worry about that? <laughs> exactly. You still have some power. And I think you can day. read it through. I mean, how white women come out and vote. I think that can be sort of like the barometer for educated white women. You know, too, because right. they're they're part of that that group as well. Right. And I think that they're going to vote for white privilege and maintaining mm. and, 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 and keeping a grasp on white privilege before they vote for anything. Funny enough, white women, gender. white women do not know about white privilege as much as white men do, which is very funny because since they are, are still a minority class as women, mm-hmm. as women yeah. they still don't, they still get, don't it. get it. Yeah. They, they benefit from it, but they don't get it. There are a few people who get it. Mm-hmm. But they still don't get it because sometimes it's so in the I'm a woman thing mm-hmm. that they forget that you are still a white woman. Mm-hmm. And they're benefiting from you know, white privilege. You're still, you're you still, number, you're still yeah. number two. <laughs> right. Honey, you're still, high quality, you're, yeah. you're, still, you know, you're still number two. You know, you would never not be number two, you know, right, in that right. sense, you know. But, but speaking of that, um, so Christian uh, Sinema uh, ended up winning the Senate House in Arizona. 
I know. I read about After that. all that counting, you know, mm-hmm. and she's supposed to be a woman that is quote unquote bisexual woman, oh, you know, yeah, that's right. you know, LGBT, honey, right. Q R I T U V W X Y Z. Exactly. Girl. This is going to be the whole alphabet. Right. Girl, come out with another letter. You'd be like, what is this? What is this ninth letter? Well, she was, everyone thought that the, um, Republican lady was gonna win, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and after the count, I love the fact they counting everything. Cause mm-hmm. that bitch coming, they are counting everything. Yeah. They counting the house down, honey. <laughs> and so she ended up winning, honey. I am so, super yeah. excited for Arizona. Yeah, they they got too. it right. I mean, I don't even know about the candidates, but I mean, as, mm-hmm. as soon as you say someone is in the LGBTQ, mm-hmm. ABCD, right. but Arizona, <laughs> Arizona became really progressive. In I was going to say Arizona over the last couple of years has become it's become good. really mm-hmm. like in that sense. You know, even like we can even go back to Texas with Beto only losing mm-hmm. to, to Ted Cruz by like you know. Point three of a point. Yes. I mean, this mm-hmm. is Texas. Texas almost became a fucking blue state. Mm-hmm. Almost, yes. Texas. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think once again, it was the white woman that did that. I'm sure it was y'all. <laughs> <Both point. laughs> Stop it. Leave the white woman. It's alone. true, girl. <laughs> <laughs> they for that man that looks like the eagle from the Muppets. <laughs> you about Ted Cruz, right? Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah, y'all know is... the eagle from the Muppets on it's time to <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, If you're not that old bitch, that was the, sh- that was the shit back in the day, honey. From the Muppet show tonight. Bum, yes. bum, bum, bum. <laughs> he was the ego. He was always uh, uh, giving Gonzo too much because Gonzo had all them chickens around him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> yes, it just goes to show that these older people, it might, even be, it might not even be white women. I think it's the mm-hmm. older generation who are just so afraid of things changing. Mm-hmm. And when they see someone young, they know that that's going to cause a change. In absolutely. Thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. It's, someone did it to uh, that the, That's the father from... Uh, um, Oh, what's Adam's that? Adam's family, though. Adam's family, yeah. Adam, yeah. Well, he still looks the eagle from the Muppets, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ted Cruz. Is girl, somebody have to have that lay on top of them, girl. How, <laughs> you know, how would you feel about your stuff, honey? You know, child, I would feel like, I would, this is a very, very, like, this is a very, very uh, a special reference to people who get it, get it, people who won't want. I would feel like Coco at the end of Fame, the movie. <laughs> If you've never seen that movie, watch at the end of when Coco's taking up her blouse around that camera. Just feel nasty, bitch. Oh my gosh, I did see that movie. I don't remember that moment. Though. Just, I'm gonna the rewatch next time it, you see that, just say, just like you know, you got that one tear in your eye. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. I think yeah, it's so, on Netflix too. Thanks. Oh my goodness gracious! So let's see what else is going here in the political world, y'all. Because there's so much. I just want to get rid of all this politics stuff. So actually, let's uh, talk about this. So. Miss Melania Trump, honey. Melanie Trump, honey. <laughs> right. So there is this aide at the White House. I guess I bet you, you know, when Melania went to, um, mm-hmm. let me see if I can find the name of the aide right here. Her name Myra is Ricardo or Myra uh, yeah. uh She looks like one old bitch, honey. I like her, honey. Yeah, she does. Uh, she's like the top <laughs> national security aide. And she wants her to be fired because I guess mm-hmm. she went to, uh, Melania took her trip to, um, was she in West Africa? Yes, it was somewhere in Africa. Somewhere was in, in South Africa. And spent all that money, apparently. And, uh, yeah. In that colonial hat that she mm-hmm. thought was cute. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Can they do a side-by-side and like, like yeah. compare it to... Apparently, uh, you know, it cost millions of dollars and she didn't even she didn't do stay anything. at the hotel where she was really? at. But like... Oh my god! Yeah, like well, because you know how they, you know how they are when it comes to you know, our people and that stuff. But don't worry, girl. The girls on the, the girls on our continent, but they got what the one out of you, and don't worry, Melania, <laughs> <laughs> the African girl, not gonna just you're not just gonna use her for nothing, honey. She's like, bitch, come on over. 
over. <laughs> I got something for you right here. You know, you might have a piece of Zika, bitch. Come on. Exactly. <laughs> right quick. But anyway, <laughs> that does not mean that people in the continent are sick. I'm just making a joke, people. I can do that. Um, but they, she wants her fired. Because, yeah, this, uh, this administration, you know, if you just breathe wrong, they were, they're ready to fire you. And mm-hmm. I was reading the article and apparently they just, they didn't get along because they're on the plane and she, the seating assignment was incorrect. Mm-hmm. And so that's where right. they started that's to have like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> what is a seating assignment on a plane? Why would you get upset? I mean, there was already some. Bitch, you used to show your pussy in the magazine. Sit down, bitch. Sit down. Right. Like, when does she get a voice now to actually like advocate or argue for something? That's what no, I, I think, think she was always that girl. But my thing is, bitch, don't yeah. get grand. Don't act mm-hmm. like you just woke up like this. Mm hmm. <laughs> Like you was at Beyonce's house and took one of her wigs and came out and be like, bitch, I woke up like this. Bitch, no. <laughs> you, 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 honey, you won't like to call a hoe to a housewife, honey. <laughs> Ain't nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I feel like this administration, they want everybody to uh-huh. agree with them. And uh-huh. that's the worst way to right. run, a, uh-huh. run, a, run a company. Uh-huh. If you have right. everybody that Everyone agrees. agrees and this them. sounds like she was just being petty. I uh, <laughs> yeah. Well, she is from Slovakia, well, yeah. honey, and them Eastern Europeans that they do know how to be petty. I must say, <laughs> I have had my greatest battle as a West African man with an East African, with an Eastern European. It is quite you're like, oh, that's good, honey. It's like fucking a, a Pokemon, honey. <laughs> you know, they're like an avatar, and I'm a, I'm water bending, honey. This bitch is fire bending. I'm like, okay. Oh my gosh, what we going to? Yeah, she does seem like she could be petty, mm-hmm. and she and I think in one interview she was like. You know, no one is more criticized than me. Oh, everyone, God. She she comes off as this woe is me. You she know, does. no one, everyone misunderstands me. And I'm like, <laughs> girl, sit down. Girl, Didn't please. She, she did the interview over in South Africa, mm-hmm. from what I remember. Mm-hmm. It was her only interview that she's done um, yes. since she's become uh, the first lady. And oh, she went to South Africa. We sh- yeah, I think it was South Africa. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why do people um, always go to fake Africa? Oh, no. <laughs> fake Africa. But yeah, she did the interview from over there, from what I remember. Um, and she, but am yeah, I she, lying, she, she, she said she's the most bullied person mm-hmm, in the world. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Most bullied person. So, girl, you are lo- actually Milani. You're the most loved person. We are like all. We were like all for you. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like fruit Milani. Like, girl, come on to this cookout, bitch. We got you. You need to stay at the house, you need to stay at the house for the night. You're gonna be like, you know what, bitch? I need a room to sleep in. Mm-hmm. You know, I ain't never been on her team. No, I'm. I'm your thing. Yeah. I'm here for her because, in the sense that I know what the bitch is going through, right. and I'm like, girl, look, <laughs> just just you know. wink, blink about four times. You can right. stay right here. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know, you got it. You know, you got this. Now, on the one hand, what happened is this: she had what we like to call a good game. You know, you get your good game, you're going to get your kid, you're going to get this rich man, you're going to get all this money, you're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. But you're going to live your life. Now, her game was, something, was too good that she ended up fucking up being first lady. <laughs> that bitch don't want to be first lady. She's like, 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 God I damn it. She's like, I want to go there. She does not want to go there. I was there. cool just like getting my coins right. and walking mm-hmm. around. Right. Right. Well, like, in that book, I think the one that um, Fear, the one that just uh-huh, came out, uh-huh. uh, Melania actually cried when Donna won. Cause oh. she did not want it at all. Donald was surprised too. Apparently, he he didn't even he think didn't he was going to win. No, he did not think he was mm-hmm. going to win. He didn't. Mm-hmm. He did not think it was mm-hmm. going to go this far. So Melania boo hooed when this mm-hmm. happened, mm-hmm. and she, she stayed knew. in Trump Tower. How long did she stay? She stayed for so stay long. Could you imagine? She took her time. She took her time. Michelle Obama was like, Michelle Obama was like, hey, I don't want to. You know, my son's got my kids got to go to school. Let me just stay here. I was looking at. I said, people don't understand why white privilege privilege is. White privilege is the fact that if a black man 
had three wives with three different kids <laughs> and rolled up to become president. Y'all be reading the hell out of him. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Wait a minute. And then bring all your cousins bring and your family yeah, in there. Right in the White House. No, I mean, like, you know, you know. <laughs> right. no, that yeah. is white privilege. I could have done that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Barack could have done that, but he didn't do that. He didn't do that here. <laughs> he could have done that because Barack, he's been in Kenya a lot. You know, I've seen him in Kenya with his sisters and they are Baby, I saw in Kenya with his sister Barack and his sisters and stuff in Kenya. His, I'm like, ooh, because honey, them Africans, they are just sitting over there, honey, just grand as fuck. And oh, you know, my brother was the president of America. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't bring that here. He could not bring no, that No, because here. the West Africans would have tore up that White House, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> honey, would have sent all the Jamaicans back, all the Haitians back. Oh, gosh. We'd be like, first of all, they're not real, so they don't get to be here. <laughs> exactly. No, you Donald know. Trump is the prime example of white privilege. As mm, soon as he got into the absolutely. White House, he's got, he got his daughter to run things, mm-hmm. his uh, uh, his son son in law, mm-hmm. uh, brought his, uh, all his kids in. It, it's, it's, it, it's a mess. It really mm-hmm. is. I mean, it's, it's, but I mean, what can, like, like, where do you think, like, do you think she should be fired because of Melania? No. No. I don't she think doing so a good either. job. I mean, over a seating thing, <laughs> is, is there flaws in her job duties or work or responsibilities? I don't, didn't know. she, ma- she made a public statement about it. I think didn't she? Did. They, um, I'm not sure. Didn't Melania make a public statement about it? Oh, I think just recently she made a public yeah, statement about like. it. I mean, but she's not doing her job incorrectly. It's just mm. that they're just not getting along. But this, and, again, is unprecedented. Like, we've never have heard a uh, first lady say, you know, this person or that person needs to be fired. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just so many presidents being set in this. Well, I don't think we ever heard a white, a white lady say anything because they were so used to just being, you know, second rate. I think... Michelle Obama, who is possibly, I could be wrong, the most educated of all of them. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe by the size of Eleanor Roosevelt. I don't know. I don't know the education level, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But as the most education in the past 40 years, at least, Michelle mm-hmm. Obama is the most educated one of all the first ladies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, Laura mm-hmm. Bush was one of the librarian, huh? She don't give a damn. She just sat there. Just, uh, <laughs> the <library>. <laughs> <laughs> so look at this, look at this crackhead over here getting on my damn nerves. And I, I hated George Bush as the president. I like George Bush as a person. <laughs> I love George Bush as the person. I don't like him as a president. And what about Hillary? Well, he- okay. Hillary is what we like to, Hillary is Lady Macbeth. <laughs> okay. there's no shame here. she's lady macbeth the house down but she had no she had no option but to be lady macbeth sure. mm. i mean the article did say that hillary did also you know run yeah, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. no because they would get people out in and out yeah but, yeah no well but she's lady macbeth but you know <laughs> that's no choice but the men do it all the time sure. yeah. the men do it all the time well anyway we're gonna go to our music break. speaking of lady macbeth honey, we're gonna go to our music break uh, Mariah Carey released a new album this week called Wet Ooh. Floor. I'm sorry, Caution. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I love Mariah. Y'all. She said she's apparently making a new video, too. Did you guys see this? See, like, the video? Girl, video? She, she Her be, waist is girl, she, snatched. She's going to be in a video. tight black dress, girl. Gonna <laughs> no. She's going to look like she's from Long Island. That's what it's going to look like. <laughs> she's wearing a cat suit. 
And her oh. waist is like snatched, her boobs are like up to here. <laughs> then she's like, What drag that's queen? That's the same thing she right. did in the, in the past <laughs> right. 25 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Mariah Carey is the mixed woman from Long Island. She is, you see, when people realize Mariah Carey was, uh, well, Mariah was, uh, 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 was ratchet, it really disturbed white people. It didn't disturb black people. Mm. Right. We were like, Oh, bitch, we knew that. Right. That's that real, real, real light girl. Mm. That kind of place. It's this bitch right there, that bitch in white. You look at her, you know, you blink your yes. eye a little bit. When you realize that she is the most ratchet bitch in the whole Cool. <laughs> exactly. and, and that is Mariah but I've actually picked three songs from her so I picked With You from her new album mm. uh, Caution aka Wet Floor that's what I call it um, I picked a song called Nine That I Know from her my favorite album her music box from 1992 you know and then I picked um, funny enough this week Glitter soundtrack went number one on I iTunes know, I saw wow. that I guess Justice for Glitter I'm like well Justice I, for Glitter yes. and I picked the song called uh, Never Too Far Away mm-hmm. so uh, enjoy so this is our vocal master and Mariah I, I was do this thing I started this thing on Facebook because how vocal master started was I was just tired of people telling me that people who could sing who can sing it just got on my nerves I just I said these people can't sing they can't sing they can't sing uh, I'll say singing is so much more than just hitting notes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was like, these are people who are vocalists. These are people who, when you hear them sing live, they mm-hmm. sound exactly like the recording or even better than the recording. Right. And that there's maybe 10 or 15 people you can name on your hand who are, and who are like that. Mm-hmm. And she was, was one of them. She was, you know, she is, she is what we like to call in the music world a virtuoso. Which meaning that it doesn't make any sense. People who just have the, nat- the innate ability to do everything and anything. Mm-hmm. That is a natural talent. That is not a study talent. Mm-hmm. You know, there are people who are, people who, uh, study their craft and they become really, really good as they go along and they become mm-hmm. great in their craft. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There are people who are just great from just from the fucking beginning and she's one of them vocally. Not now. Mm. Now, now, I don't know what the fuck's happening now, but girl, you know, it's all right. She's almost 90. It's fine. <laughs> She's almost 90. So, well, anyway, so this nice is Mariah right Carey. You guys enjoy. We'll be right back with Queer State of Mind. You're listening to Queer State of Mind, New York City's home for queer people of color to gather and talk. Stay connected with all the tea and more. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash queer state of mind and follow us on Twitter at QSOMNYC. Y'all, so that was Man Mariah Carey. I'm sorry, Mariah Carey, honey, mother of tight black dress. Yes, honey, <laughs> honey. I love Mariah. Whenever you literally go to Rainbow, we should name her after after, after her album after Rainbow. Uh, you can find those tight black dresses, girl, that don't fit. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that her whole career though? I call, call that don't fit. I, I, call, I call that I call that Latin dresses. You'd be like. How did you get in that dress? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like only Latin people can get in that dress. <laughs> or you look at the outfit and you're like, you're like mm, mm, yeah, that's just mm. it's just one size too small. So someone, <laughs> this is so terrible. This is so terrible. Someone, I was looking at J Lo one day. She was wearing something so tight and crazy. It just looked so crazy. I was like. Why the fuck does she wear this? Someone was like, she's a 46-year Puerto Rican woman. I said, oh, that she makes sense. sense. <laughs> so that makes sense. Like, that, that, that is what that's going to look like. Yeah. Oh my Did you God. all see the picture of her recently with, uh, where she's at the airport with, like, 
um, a thong on or something that was like pulled up high over her. Oh, J Lo, J Lo, J Lo, J Lo. She's J-Lo. Yeah. doing a lot, honey. You know, I'm gonna yeah. call her Jennifer. But she looks good. She looks good. She, she looks good. Yeah. Someone, that's she a meme. There's a meme going around yes. that says that with area like sign, sign this contract, you will look young forever, but you won't have no voice. <laughs> I, I saw that. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's that. true. She was signing the contract for <laughs> Ursula uh, from the Little Mermaid. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you will have no you voice. Have to, you, you have to, know, honey. You got to just, just listen when people ask Jenna Jackson about you, Jennifer oh. Lopez. Do you know Jennifer? Oh, yes, I know Jennifer. She used to dance back up for me. Who said that? Jenna Jackson. Jenna What's Jackson. up? Oh, Jenna Jackson was, throwing shade. That was That's not reference. shade. It's true. But she don't got to say that like that. that. Why does she not, why, why does she not have to wow. say that? <laughs> right. Like Paula Dewey. Paula Dewey was like, yes, I used to choreograph for Janet. I was in the whole choreographer. She was a backup dance for Jan Jackson. Well, that's like mm. when Mariah Carey was on Ellen, and uh, Ellen was like, do you know J-Lo or something? And, and Mariah was like, who? Uh, <laughs> she don't know her. She said, I never met her. I don't know her. Right. She and then there she were all those memes that. that came out. I don't she know She's actually right. She's like, she, has, she has never met her. She said, bitch, I don't know. She said, I still don't know her. I don't know who she is. Exactly. No, oh. J-Lo is, she is definitely like, Aging in reverse, like yeah, she looks. She, she looks great, great though for forty six. Yeah, mm-hmm. no, she's almost fifty. She's forty nine to be actually. Yeah. She looks great. You know, I mean, I wish her looks was as great as her talent, but you know, hey, but that's suspect. So, I just realized that Dio here is actually the original. Or he is the Tina Turner to my Janet Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the, no, let, let me rephrase that. I'm sorry. He is the Josephine Baker to my Tina Turner when it comes to queer state of mind. Because he's actually uh-huh. telling people who you are. And I just yeah. I just realized this. So uh, it all started, I, I think, around, what, 2011, 2012. Um, Dwayne Johnson and I. And Dwayne actually just moved back to Wait a minute. Ohio. Not... Not the Dwayne Johnson. Not the Dwayne Johnson. <laughs> Not the other black man. The Rock Johnson. The Come Rock. Come on now, girl. Dropping names like that. that that's, people forget he's a black man. Yes, he's a black man. There's no, no Dwayne. No. no, his name is Dwayne Johnson. I'm about to look up my du- co-host. Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne he's like Hawaiian or something? He's no, he's half black and half Samoan. Yes. No, she's a black man. Dwayne Dwayne Johnson is his name. That's his name? Yes, Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne Stewart and I. Dwayne Stewart. Stewart and I. Oh, that's actually very light skin. Yes, continue. Very light skin. Dwayne Stewart and I, we were living in Columbus, Ohio, and it all started with talk, talk entertainment radio, and I think, I don't know if they're still around. Um, and they were online podcast and, um, I had went online, went, met this lady and was doing like reading books for her radio show as kids books. Mm. And uh, I was like, how did you get this radio show? Like, I want one. And Dwayne and I used to work together and he was a journalist and he used to do, um, articles and write, you know, columns and things like that. And I was like, Dwayne, let's work together and let's create like a radio show. We'll probably Mm -hmm. have to pay and get started, but let's do it. And so that's how we came up with Queer Minded. And then we just went into studios and then we launched it and it just was, I guess we met a lot of cool people and that was our brand, Queer Minded, for like two, three years. I moved to Cleveland and Dwayne kept going for a little while and then he moved to Boston. So we had, we gave, you know, we had to lose it, but, um, we tried to pass it on and and Ori kind of like picked it up, uh, for us. We had him as a guest a couple of times on the show and he kept it going. So it's been phenomenal. And now it's here, it's in New York and it's like thriving. So, 
It's, That's um, really exciting. So it started Ohio. off in Cleveland. It started in Columbus, Columbus, wow. Columbus, Ohio. We were okay. all, or it was, we were all living was there. Was it at the on same a campus time. or? No, it was uh, like in a small little building with. Uh. It was like the shadiest building, but <laughs> it was a little <laughs> small building. But it was, you know, we had a producer in the studio, and uh, and we just used to do our. It wasn't live at that time either. You can hear it online, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and mm. then, but it got uploaded later on. But we just started to brand it, and we used to have a Facebook page and website, and. Wow. Um, that's kind of what I think yeah, sparked it to where it is today. So that's so exciting. I'm so glad to be I here. I know. He got the Mistress Carmel here. <laughs> that's some good history. That is some good history for your co-host, Lady. Well, I'm just very glad to be part of this because what happened was uh, we, we actually ended up how this uh, got on the show was uh, Ori was a friend of my uh, my friend Justin's at the time. Um, and we were at uh, XCS, Long Live XCS. Oh, I love XCS. Yeah, that's the first place I, XCS. I was like, they're still so pretty. It's it's still not where we met. No, not where we met. I said, that's why I thought you were real pretty. You had a husband before. You know, I don't play that. You know. <laughs> yes, that is true. You know. we... I'm not that girl. I am that girl, but I'm not that girl. <laughs> <laughs> but for the sake of me, for oh, since we're on a live radio, <laughs> I'm not that girl. Oh my gosh! Was well, it answer college's question? No, it's not still around. It's not, not still around. It's been gone. It was my favorite bar. Yes. It was just like it was so like it was in Chelsea. It was in Chelsea. Yeah, it was on twenty four. Twenty? No, no, twenty. Yeah, it was on twenty four. 24th and, si- and, si- and between 6th and 7th. Let me tell you what I miss about XES is that midnight happy hour on Saturdays. Oh, it was two for one drinks on Saturday nights from midnight to 1 a.m. Uh-huh. The perfect place to get your night Girl, started. I, no, that messy per- after. <laughs> <laughs> what? Midnight Bitch, I was midnight going home. Happy well, Sadie was an old lady. So, yeah, she'd be going home. I would be getting my night started at midnight. Oh, they also had a grinder night. Like, if you showed them your grinder app, you could get in for you. Really? I, oh, my God. I, I went a few times. Oh I don't know God. anything about that because I don't have grinder. So I, love- no. <laughs> I do not. No. I love me some XES. Yes. I, That's I kind was- of. That's I'm old school, honey. You know, I would go with it. I'm old school. You know, I like to, I like to get my dick in the wild, honey. Oh, please. <laughs> you know, not in the grocery store. <laughs> you like to meet people in person. Right? Oh, baby. Yes. Yeah, so in the wild, honey, you got to go with it. You know, you're giving a little creepiness, girl. You shake your shoulder in the back. <laughs> the you know, you're looking at them from across the room. Yeah. Slow, babe. Season them a little bit. Oh, but anyway, I was at XBS with, with uh, Ori and he had, we had gotten smashed. Mm. That's what XES? Yes. And uh, he was like, mm. he suggested, I said, oh, yeah, bitch, I'll do it. I said, you sure you want me on the radio? You know, I say all type of shit. And then we had one to see Lemez. <laughs> Lemez Robla. Oh, this was a while oh, ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At like 11.45 at night at the Chelsea Cinema, where I was asked to be. I said, do you oh, have drinks the here? the movie. The movie, okay. Yeah, the movie. Yeah, the movie. Oh, no, not the show. You know, I think Broadway first, so. Mm. Oh. <laughs> you a little wow. Broadway baby? Yes. <laughs> Broadway baby. <laughs> so we went there, and then that's how I ended up in the show. I just ended up, I was just like the fun person to begin with, and then it got... More and more and more, and then here I am, you know, moderating these queens here. And speaking of queens, so we're gonna talk about two more serious topics before the, the messy hour. Oh, you know, I want to, I want the messy hour to just be the messy hour. I don't want to talk about anything serious. Mm-hmm. So let's, we have to talk about Jamal Robinson, y'all. That's the mall, right? Or what, 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 the mall incident? The mall? No, that's not the mall. Oh incident. no, that's, that's the, the guy, that's the, the security guard security that got guard killed that by the police yeah. officers. That was that bad. was presented mm. a mass shooting, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, even <sighs> as a you know, a man of color, black man, I'm not going to say a black man. Like, what? It's like there's no safety for you. Like, you're trying to help people. Like, bitch, I'm literally trying not to get these people <laughs> exactly, killed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yes. 
and you're going to kill me. He lost his life. He lost was, his life. And he already had pinned the guy down. He had pinned the guy down who was doing something good for society. And uh, the cop came and shot, shot him. him. Like, yeah. the mm-hmm. only thing you did wrong was being a black person. Like, right. Can you, If we look at... Did you guys get to look at the article? If you look it up. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's controversial um, takes on what he was wearing. I read something mm. that I felt like people, the witnesses said he had a security jacket on. And then on like the police report stuff, it said he didn't have anything identifying him. That doesn't even that, matter, though. That don't if, make, if you, yeah, it doesn't matter. If you look at that, the security guards here at the, in New York City, the clubs, right. all they're wearing is black hoodies and right. black coats. Um, but so. I was trying to look and see, like, was this a cover-up? Like, now all of a sudden... It's probably is a cover-up. I'll like, say this yeah. much, though. The only thing I get, pride I get from the security guards here, especially yeah. our black security guards yeah. in the gay clubs. I was in line the other day. They was checking the bags to make sure don't, they nobody, you know, going there to yeah. kill the kids, girl. Yeah. I get there. Literally kill the kids. The kids game. Exactly. <laughs> literally every time I walk past the security guard, it happened a few times. I'm black. They don't check my bag. That bitch, you're fine. I said, I know I'm fine. I ain't going to kill nobody. <laughs> <laughs> so that's my reparations. I know. The black exactly. security, they don't, they don't pat me. They be like, bitch, you, they look at me like, you're fine. You're Go fine. on. Just like, they, they know we're not trying to kill nobody. I like, then I said, the well, white we, boy behind me like, open your purse. <laughs> I said, like, yes, because you never know. <laughs> exactly. We're but, just trying to get through life. We're not right. worried about trying to shoot nobody. But on <laughs> just on a like, but that is so crazy to me though that that is something that is that's insane that he was just doing his job, job. and he just and he just got shot. It's very. It, it seemed like the guy just the officer just ran in and just started start shooting like, Any, anything they saw information. Everyone else mm-hmm. was like, no, that's the guy that's helping, but mm-hmm. it's too late now. And now people have taken to say, away. Right? A father. Like, that was the part of the story that really caught me, that he was mm-hmm. now, he already had one son, and he was had another one on the way, mm-hmm. and he mm-hmm. wanted to be a police officer. And then his well, wife said that uh, his his fam- his children are going to go through Christmas without right. a father Christmas now. Christmas life. Well, yeah. It really brought it home that, that you, like, you shot someone, you killed this, this father. How do um, you, like, even, like, as a yeah. person who did that, how do you reconcile that with yourself, you know? How do you, what's going on how, with him? How, what's happening yeah. with him? They put him on administrative leave. Right. You know how he's they are. He's still getting paid. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's very similar to the story that happened down south, um, where the guy, the black man was just in his house. This white woman, this mm-hmm. is in a condo, I think. Oh, yes, yes, one, yes. In so, Texas. In Texas, the right? The police officer came in the wrong Wrong apartment. apartment. Mm-hmm. So she thought this black man was robbing her apartment, called the police. Mm-hmm. Police came in and shot him. While he was laying in the bed, right? In his own house. In his own house. And all she had to say was like, oh, I thought it was my house. Mm-hmm. And I say, look, here's the thing about that. Because I am oh, in a situation God. currently where I almost like beat a white bitch a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> I might or might not have thrown some rice at her. <laughs> <laughs> you were just telling me that only a big fat only, only, <laughs> only an African person assaults people with rice. With a, but people in Asia, people don't rice. realize that like, fucking rice. This is like a big ten pound bag of rice that you buy at the bodega. <laughs> like, were you throwing grains? Allegedly, This isn't like rice like at a wedding. Right, uh, right. Girl, <laughs> this is a bag. big bag of rice. Allegedly, Kevin. <laughs> Allegedly, I cannot. <laughs> it was a two. Pound bag of bag of Carolina rice, bitch. Uh, like, How did it, you get that upset 
said it. Someone. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm West you. African. He, he's from yeah. Guyana. He understands. He understands. <laughs> when you actually get oh mad God. as a that passionate, pers- like a passionate, so passionate person, passionate. you actually when you when someone throws their rice or their motherfucking uh, uh, fish or, <laughs> or meat at you, they're angry. Like it's rice. <laughs> and then I swept it off the floor and I thought about like washing the cooking again. So I said, well, this is not bad. I could just. <laughs> Well, you're boiling you it anyway. It, I was like, wait, wait, Mr. Stemcock. Strain it. It'll be fine. All the impurities be washed But I out. say all that to say at the fact that I actually think about it because this, this person is of, you know, of the empty room color. So, <laughs> no. So I'm like, I said, girl, you know, they're going to come in and pick you up. I said, you don't want to know. You already been. And then the next day, I had to file a report. And they're oh still, still so sad. And then my, my landlord was like, do you know where the jail is? So I was like, I oh sadly do know where the jail is because I was in jail there. I, oh, yeah, I told Colin didn't know this. Wait, what? Oh, you didn't know I was just in jail before? At the one out know. in Brooklyn. I oh, yeah. The one I, on the ship? Which one? I, no, I was in jail at 81st Precinct in Brooklyn. Oh, wow. Just visiting. Just visiting. <laughs> I was there for about five hours. Oh, okay. We need to hear this story. Yeah, this is happen? like a cliffhanger, yeah. right? Were you do- were you there doing like case studies or like? What you <laughs> I was in jail. <laughs> I was in jail. I was locked up with like twenty people. Oh, were you having oh. an experience? Is this like a journalistic report? Well, what happened was this: I had been drinking one night at the rooftop Sky Room back in the day before you know uh, Sky Room, and I went to pay the cab driver. I had lost my wallet, and the cab driver was like, "You trying to like, like, uh, do something for me?" I said, "No." So he reported me because it's like uh, theft for service if you don't pay a cab driver. So oh, he called mm. me. They actually handcuffed me, bitch. They put me on the car. Oh, oh yes, they did that. But I wish I had a wig so I would look good. You know, had a. <laughs> <laughs> so they took me to jail. They took my mugshot and all of that. And I this was, was because you couldn't pay your cab fare. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the crime. Just for a day. Wow. That's called theft for service, and I had to go to court service. for it. I went to court and stood in front of a judge mm-hmm. and get this. There were people like for marijuana charge, right, getting like yeah. restraining orders. The judge was like, you need to go get $18.75 to pay this man. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You need to go get that money what? to pay that man. I said, like, can I go to church? like, yes. So people in the court laughed at me when mm-hmm. that charge came. I said, like, yeah. you laughed? I said, well, you're here for a restraining order. How dare you laugh at me? I'm going to leave here. So I told my boss, I said, he's like, what do you do? I said, I'm going to be late to work because I got to go to court <laughs> because I'm in jail. <laughs> and my boss, so the court fee was probably more than more, yeah. actual mm-hmm. campaign. The yeah. boss was like, my boss said, oh, sweet, your first time. I said, yeah, girl, my last time too. And the sad part is I was so drunk. There was this yeah. good guy in there. I said, like, well, you know, you can spend the night at my house if we both get out at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> I surely did. I surely did. That is I surely so did. Gays are such did he mess. show up? <laughs> no. Um. I actually went to jail that night, got up and went to work the next day. Wow. wow. This was like a what? Weeknight or something? When was this? This was on a Sunday night. Sunday night, okay. I was feeling my gear. Like 2012. Maybe. So the, the cab pulled or, up in front of your apartment and you didn't have the money? I didn't have no money. I didn't have no money. Okay. I lost my phone in the cab that night too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sadly enough, I did not lose my cocaine. And you <laughs> <laughs> And you were really All drunk. Yeah. Priorities. Right. <laughs> 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 Wallet, wallet, wallet. Oh, girl, now hold on now. Where's my bag? <laughs> I don't do drugs. Yes, you, you don't did, do drugs. You could have done a trade. No, don't do drugs. That is definitely a story, Seydu. Um, I always have a story. Well, I'm yeah. glad you, did you clear your record? Yeah. So it doesn't show so, your record. It, yeah, it's off my record. Like, it's off my record, yeah. Well, anyway, yeah, we're going to be back because the second hour is coming up. So stay tuned with us right here. We'll be back. This is going to be the messy hour. We're going to talk about pop culture and all this stuff and just a little bit more.
This is Queer State of Mind, live on Radio Free Brooklyn. New York City's home for LGBTQ news and talk, powered by the Queer Minded Radio Network. Join the conversation live on Twitter at QSOMNYC and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Queer State of Mind. And send us your news tips, announcements, and events to Queer State of Mind NYC at gmail.com. I know how I feel about a petty game, huh? I like to wait for a good piece of shade. So what do you think about the catch track? Oh, I don't think of her. Ow. <laughs> wait, wait, are we talking about the new catch track? Um, yeah. Yeah, a bitch exists because of you. You don't have to come well, for her. I don't hey. The only living one now, and the other two died in a Whitney and Mariah. Shady facts. Are they alive? I mean, one's met, one one is metaphorically dead. <laughs> one's talent is dead. Career. Yeah. Well, no, she yep. still has a career. The problem is she still has a career. One is literally because, dead. Because the young kids don't. The young kids. So this is very fucking real. Queer state of mind. Radio Free Brooklyn. Yes, yo, we are back right now. We're just talking about you know uh, our proclivities and how you know. I got a lot of stories. If if you ever listen to the show, actually, I actually put my tea on air a lot because I don't like other girls trying to come with my tea and be like, I know something about you. I can destroy you. So, bitch, no, you can't. Everybody knows mm. that shit. <laughs> Everybody knows I was in jail. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you know, that one time. You know. Well, anyway, so we're going to get to our throwback track. It has been 22 years since mm. this album was released. And it is Lil Kim Hardcore. Oh, yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. I love me some Lil Kim. I love, I love Kim. some Lil Kim. And, so, and I remember the first time I heard some, because the opening of the album was some man masturbating with um, popcorn in the movie theater <laughs> to Lil Kim. <laughs> That's what she was. She was the queen of ratchet. She was the queen of ratchet. It was that. It was that. You know, so we're going to get into this right now. So this, we're going to play for you our, the biggest track of the album, which is Crush on You um, by Lil Kim, the explicit version. So please enjoy. That was Lil' Kim uh, with Biggie Smalls. Doesn't he sound like he always has sleep apnea? <laughs> uh, like she was always tired. I mean, she was fat as hell, you know. But, so, and by fat, I mean she's pretty hot and tempting. <laughs> he just sounded like he has sleep apnea. Colin, you do not need any more vodka in that. Oh, my God. <laughs> Call about on the air. And I have a heavy hand, too. Jesus so. Christ. Oh. putting my business out on the streets. Girl, your business... This is, is the, in the streets. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Look, it's just a little water, that. little water to keep this. All right, y'all. Welcome to the messy hour. <laughs> All right. So now, I am kind of, sort of responsible for what I might say on air, but not. So we're gonna start with something light and fluffy. Um, here. So, uh, uh, what's her name? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Oh, and yes. Tyrese, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, Jaden Smith and Tyler Creator. Right, yeah. Oh, um, yeah. So Jaden Smith I had that. no, yeah. I, I don't believe any of this. So yeah. Jaden Smith had made this comment um, at a concert at a right? concert that Tyler the Creator was her husband. I'll tell you what I would tell no, you. No, was why, his boyfriend? Was his boyfriend? Yeah. I would tell you why I don't believe it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna tell you afterwards. Yeah. Okay. But no, mm-hmm. you know. Well, because Tyler Creator has stated that girl, she's only likes to play in an empty room. Uh-huh. What is so that I'm mean? like, I, I, I was like, just let it sit for a minute. It'll get there. So I was like, I said, what? what, what, what? He said I was his boyfriend. Now, that being said, I do think Jaden has dabbled in the dick. It's my friend's a girl. You know she dabbles in the dick. Mm-hmm. A dick mm-hmm. dabbler. She yes. 
<laughs> dick dabbler. <laughs> Girl, my daughter's gonna cut that out. You know she dabbles in the dick, honey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, let me just say this. So I was. It was a Saturday night. I was mm-hmm. home cleaning, and I was. It was bored on a Saturday night. I, I would have cleaned your house. You could have come over and helped me clean my studio. I would have cleaned it. I would have cleaned your house. Clean your pot. I clean whatever you need to be clean. <laughs> Don't worry but, about what's going on here, Colleen. But, uh, <laughs> why are you down. trying to? What well, are you trying to judge? Anyway, continue coaching. It was a Saturday night. I was home cleaning, and uh, and so on the background, I had a red table talk on. So I was just watching. Oh, I love yeah. the red, red table talk. talk. Yes, it's yeah, a good show. It is so good. And I was, I was just watching it as I was cleaning, and I saw an episode where Jaden Smith was featured. Mm-hmm. I was like. Girl, my gaydar is going off through the yeah. through the yeah. screen. I was like, this boy is so gay. I don't think and she's so, gay. I think she's just fluid. I don't I think, think she's gay. I think she was she was just she was just parents wouldn't let him. Be I think she would just so. touch anything anywhere. <laughs> and that type of girl is the most dangerous one because you don't know. You're like, but well, damn, bitch, I I can't right. bring anybody around you. Right. <laughs> 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 well, I know. I think that he's definitely played. He is definitely played around, and he's living like over in Japan right now. Oh, right. He's living he is living. living so Japanese yeah. people. Oh, yeah, yeah, girl. Be he is living kill. his best life right now. That's what Japanese people say when they're coming. Sorry. But, I mean, I think they, I don't understand why you don't think that he's he's dating Tyler, the creator. Mm. Um, I, I said he plays in an empty room, Tyler, the creator. I, I, do you want him to say it? I'm not getting that reference. Is anyone else getting yes, it? Yes, I am. Uh, please empty. explain it to him, Colin Craig. Explain Craig. it to it me. It means that Tyler, creator, the creator, like, only talks to white white men. Yes, oh, that. the empty room the is why. Empty room. Because it's clear. Well, they were. <laughs> right. it's so funny. So they had on. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Had stuff where he said. Baby, he I'm had, sorry. Well, he made a reference that he had tried to come out before and like all this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. but he also made a reference to this like in a song right. a few years ago where he talked about being, you know, having made out with, you know, white guys and da da da, and he mm-hmm. said it. Jokingly, but people like sort of latched on to. No, it. no, no. That was actually uh, he actually. That's the article he actually said in the article. Oh, okay. Because he yeah. just feels like they're his brothers. Yeah. And I did his brothers. What? I mean, people used to do that. Date, oh, wait, gosh, what? I can't stand black men like you that. Date? I don't know, but that's not my business. Girl, get your life. Get your life however <laughs> you want to. I'm just saying for this <laughs> instant, I don't. Be, no, no. No, no, you're saying, look, I, I'm not ready to go in that conversation today. That's a whole show by itself. <laughs> That's a whole show. Multiple so shows. what I'm saying is specifically, just this is a ruse, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. to kind of get a girl's girl. Now, may, maybe, you know, maybe she likes light-skinned fish, you know, and that's what Jaden is. Jaden mm-hmm. does give Jayden you light-skinned light fish. Yes. Yeah. Light-skinned mm-hmm. fish, honey, you know, it's just giving you know, she's very, I think Jaden was just being like, just inflammatory. Being, he was right. like, just saying, of course, let me throw this out here. He's like 19, there. 20 years he's old. joking about mm-hmm. it. It's not he's serious. Well, this is what I think. Or that could be, it could be shade. It could actually it could be, be shade, in response yeah. to the fact that he does not date black boys. Right. That's why he was like, no. She could be like, hey, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's something I would do, you know, because I'm petty like that. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, I, I don't think that Jaden <laughs> would make this up. I think that they did hook up a few times and he's putting it out there like, okay, well, Creature, honey. With Tyler, he's probably like he keeps Tyler. coming back. So we're boyfriends now. You know, back, back when you're a yeah. teenager, you make out with well, somebody. Well, my first response was like, okay, no, you could have did, did better than Tyler. <laughs> Tyler is that cute? They both. <laughs> <laughs> wow. the same thing when I that is so <laughs> terrible, Colin. I know. J- Jaden could have done a lot better. I don't know why. Oh, he's why like, you guys are so mean? Now. No, Tyler does not have to be. Well, T- Tyler you know, is cute for someone. Somewhere. For, for someone, someone. But Jaden's a good-looking guy. Yeah. 
I mean, it, I, I mean, if they were both at the bar, I wouldn't talk I to either one of them. Oh, wow. Neither, neither, one, of them, neither one of them is all that attractive. Here's the thing. This is oh. very important. Okay. If they both were at the bar, you wouldn't talk to them. But who would you talk would you to? suck both their dicks? <laughs> That's different. <laughs> That's different. That's very different. I've seen a lot of men. I'm like, oh, my God, he's ugly, but I would suck his dick. <laughs> Well, let me tell you, Jaden. Very important Jayden question. Jaden turns me off with that blonde hair because I would be like, "What are you doing with that blonde hair?" Like, you don't you, like, you, like he's you don't like Fantasia. He's doing. Jaden's doing the most with that blonde hair. How old is he? He's only what twenty two, I think. Honey, old enough to pee, old enough for me, honey. Yes, as long as as long as you're legal, I'm gonna be looking. Play ball, and if not, turn around playing the mud, girl. <laughs> I'm so sorry, y'all. Oh yes. Jaden does, does, does dip and dabble. I, I think if, if they were at the bar, allegedly, I, allegedly, I, I would approach Tyler first because that blonde hair is such a turn off to me. Mm-hmm. Who would you approach first? Who would I approach? Mm-hmm. First? Wow, great question. Um, the man or the woman, honey? <laughs> and by the woman, I mean W O W hyphen M A N. Whoa, man. Probably the man first. Okay. Yeah. Title of the creature. <laughs> you know what? Let me look up his photo again. Pull up that photo. Pull up that photo. I mean, they're both. Yeah. They're, both they're like, they're just both different. You have like kind of extremes. Yes. So, Colleen, ways, so, who would she approach? Colleen, first? I love it. I'm sorry, Cleo. Jaden, definitely. But. I yeah, mean, I don't. I wouldn't approach either one of right, them. Right? Like, they just first of all, of them really do it for me. W- but why do you say Jaden? He's just mm. Jaden is more fashion forward. Like I mm. like Jaden's fashion sense. Mm-hmm. I like how Jaden like sort of uh, sort of pushes the boundaries. Like mm-hmm. Jaden to go out and wear a dress, and mm-hmm. like I okay. can respect anybody who's like, all right. You know what you see? I, I, I can't do that because you know what? Around with gender, right? I, I the like confidence. That. I can't like, do that. Yeah. You know why? Because she wears ugly dresses. That's where my problem comes from. <laughs> she wore the little not pleated, pleated, little pleated dresses. And yeah. she went out in the Halston. I'd be like, yeah, she's in the Halston. <laughs> she's going to stop like, bitch, you wear ugly dress. I can't be. It's just ugly. It's the dress is ugly. The dress is ugly. I can't do it. I can't it's do the do little it. pleated skirt. Uh-huh. Well, oh I would not. Here's the thing about it. I entirely uh, creature first of all don't have no corns enough for me so that be a b she's too um uh she's a lot uh what do you mean yeah. Colin can tell you this. Okay. I don't like people asking me too many damn questions. She looks like she asked too many yes, questions. Please don't ask too many questions. Does so, she ask a lot of questions? I don't like people asking me a lot of questions. I can't do it. And I'll give you an answer. I'm going to need you to sit with that answer. How old is Tyler? Tyler's older, right? He's older. Tyler's like, yeah. Let I me see the images. Is. Do we have images of him yet? Yeah. yeah and Tyler really looks like one of the, and he looks like one of the pipes behind in the Sanford and Sun junkyard. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up. Because I don't even, I didn't even look at, um, for Tyler. Um, I, I, I mean, he's attractive. He's an attractive man. Oh, my God. She's she just see, very. See, those ears. Like, yeah. Those ears. No, girl, but he's so problematic, though. I mean, He's not saying that you can't. Maybe I will go for Jaden. I think I would go for Jaden. <laughs> <See? laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh, you don't oh, like yeah. Fonzie, honey? Okay, so I think I would go for Jaden. <laughs> we well, Jaden, you win, honey. Plus, you got call. Plus, but... I can get to the house and fuck your daddy. Oh, right, right. That's what that's people what are saying. saying. I was like, no, no, no. The network and fuck like, your who... older brother, Trey. Oh, <laughs> Trey, <laughs> yes. Who stays out of the spotlight. Yes, ma'am. Right. He stays who? out of the spotlight. Oh, you know, Will Smith's first son? That first son? Baby. Oh. 
Yes. Baby boy, he's still my mind. Um, okay, and that's what people are saying. All the gays are saying that. Right. All the gays are saying if they if they hook up with uh, yeah. Jaden, they'll be a step closer to Will. Right. right. <laughs> and you know what? We keep speaking of gays. Let's talk about this. So I brought this in here about um, black gay uh, male extreme masculinity slash femininity. I want to talk about it because we have uh, Dr. Craig yet who actually. Uh, teaches this in his class. Uh, I need you to pay attention to so start looking at young boys. <laughs> oh, I just saw a picture. Of, the, of, of the, what? Did you Will see a Smith picture of? son. Yes. He's Anyways, nice. Question. He's nice. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about black male extreme masculine black, extreme femininity. And what I mean by this is the fact that when you are on, you know, I, I only have one app I keep. I only keep Jacked as an app. Mm-hmm. I cannot with the rest of the apps, you know, and that's for a whole different show that we're not going to talk mm-hmm. about. But even then, it gets on my goddamn nerves because everybody is performing. Right. There's yeah. performance masculinity. Everybody's trying yeah. to be so hard in this performance femininity. Yeah. Where it's like, I know a fag when I see a fag. I hang around faster <laughs> and the girls in bed that wear the pumps. So, bitch, I know when you're like, you know, when you're, I know when you're a queen versus being a queen for attention. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, yeah. And I know yeah, when you're, when you are like, mas- mm-hmm. quote unquote, just naturally masculine uh, or just being. Uh, someone who's trying to portray masculinity. And I had this conversation with someone, someone was like, well, it's the mask versus femme. I said, I'm not attracted to someone who is, reminds me of a woman. And what I mean by that, it has nothing to do. I like a, hold on with that, because you went somewhere else before I finish this. I know exactly where you went. You went to, I'm not attracted to someone who's feminine. I'm attracted to someone who's feminine, not someone who reminds me of a woman. It's completely different. I love me a fag. I like a, a lot of sugar in the tank, you know, but if someone's like, I'm going to push. I had my roommate said to me once, he's like, oh, I don't like a guy because he has to open the door for me and bring me flowers and put my chair out for me. I was like, what the fuck is that? This is what I mean. There's a difference in between being complete because I'm fish. I like fish, honey, because we both have to be fags at the house, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but is that when she got what's happening is it's so funny because uh in this world women are learned to be women from gay men and gay men are learned to be gay men from women that is that's a good point. which is very that's a point. It, women are it, Women are learned to be women from gay men, and gay men right. are learned to be mm. a, yeah. a men from women. It is happening. That makes a lot of sense. Because you see, every about... gay man you meet acts like fucking Nene Leaks, and every woman you meet acts like fucking <laughs> up back <laughs> up the street. You're like, this oh bitch. my god, you like, when did that happen? Because right. it's all exactly. happening you're, lately. Right. You're, like, yeah. you're, like, you're like, this bitch is a fag. It's a woman. You're, like, you're like, oh yeah. my god, she's a fucking fag. Well, even I feel like with, yeah, with drag race, I think it's becoming so yes, popular because drag of women, right. women are watching the terms It's become so like, I'm like, and when I say that to people, I'm like, I'm not insulting anyone. I said, but there, I know there, the, the vintage gays are gay. I mean, gay as <laughs> hell. Like the Paul and the girl, they're gay, <laughs> but like they're not gay women. And it's just, it's weird how mm. people are learning mm-hmm. to become. So the guys, the boys are now looking to other gay men who are flamboyant to, right. to picture what it's like to be a flamboyant gay man. They look it directly. To a woman who is extra. And mm-hmm. that's what they're turning to, an extra woman. And the women are looking to an extra gay man right. to be a woman. So these women are coming out here giving you full blown fag. You're like, girl. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, baby. There's a lot of cultural appropriation and sharing. That's a, yeah. that's happening. But that's the yeah. way, I mean, it's mm-hmm. good in a way. It's good in a way, yeah. But I, I, haven't, like I haven't seen the um, men looking to women and how that looks in. You know, oh no, that happens. 
That happens all the time. Yeah. I ha- I have seen a lot of uh queer white men who wanna like sort of perform uh Well that's been happening since the who beginning. Who wanna of perform time. black, you know, sort of black women like right. sort of personality. That's, that's a whole nother That is show. so layered. <laughs> yeah. that's that's a queer, I've seen a lot of Yeah, that. a queer yeah. white man performing as a black woman who's performing as a fag. Right. Because the whole <laughs> it's, it's so layered. Yeah. There's so yeah. many layers to it. Yeah. But like I see guys who are like acting like a real housewife of Atlanta. I'm like in black boy, I was like, I'm like, girl, like, mm, this is this is mm. different. And then I see but meanwhile, the real housewife of Atlanta is acting like uh, uh, the the nineteen, the fifty year old uh, old black fag. <laughs> it's just like what the hell is happening? <laughs> it's reversed. It's yeah, it's like you yeah, know. So, yeah, yeah. but and this is why, like the whole thing, concept of masculine femininity is just it's still it's crazy to me that people try to perform. I like be yourself, and I, I don't think people are being themselves. I don't yeah. think people no. are being the people are like. I remember when when I was uh in college and the person who was a butch, mm-hmm. you just had muscles. Right. You did not have to be, be extra feminine or masculine. Or like you just have the old girl. He's masculine. He was only masculine because he had muscles. Yeah, he wasn't but, masculine but, because he. You but know. when you say be yourself, what does that mean? Because I I think gender is like this very fluid thing that can be messy, but also can be like a playground. So people it can be a playground, but there's also identities, different performances. Right. Be yourself um, means don't do not try to bring attention to yourself. Well, this, be this yourself is my thing. So what I mean by that is this: if you're yourself. And there's attention drawn to you. You are yourself. When you do something to draw attention to yourself, that's when you're not being yourself. Yeah. I'm a fag. If yeah. I feel like wearing a platform shoes and go out, I girl, these shoes are cute. I'm <laughs> going to go out here and going to walk around and I want to look good in it. That's one thing. Versus I'm going to put on these stilettos because I know people are going to look at me and make sure that they understand that yeah. I am this way. Yeah, That's the difference in being extra versus being yourself. Yeah, but I, I, I also see that as just, you know, I, I think gay men can police other gay men's sexuality in terms of like how we can be gay and things that we can do and things that we can't do. And like, I just think that's just another form of like oppression. Mm-hmm. But I, don't know, I, I, don't, yeah. I, I can yep. be this mm-hmm. gay, but I can't perform, you know, right. I can't. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think there's anything wrong. My, with, I don't think there's yeah, anything like, wrong. I don't, with, I don't think there's, that's policing because even if I was a straight person, I think being extra, it becomes a personality trait and it becomes a whole mental side. If mm-hmm. I go out somewhere, you know me, Colin, you know me. Yeah, 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 and yeah. if you see me out there twirling in the middle of the floor, doing too much, reading everybody and shading everyone, you'd be like, bitch, you are really just trying to find something. Yeah. Like, you get that. And I think you can see, you know, versus me, when I'm just uh, an asshole to a bitch in the corner, oh, yeah, that's just her. You know yeah. you know what I mean? It's, yeah. that's, that's that line. I feel like sometimes it's just, it becomes so much in both aspects, mm-hmm. in both sides of mm-hmm. the, 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 the thing. It's just like, just be yourself. It's just like, yeah. but that's the culture we live in just, the cultural living requires people to, to present, mm-hmm. you know, whatever the thing is best. Well, That's my opinion. Well, thanks to these apps, everything right. is so, the apps right. is so, like everything is so transactional, right? right. Yeah. 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 You have a so, function, yeah, 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 it's not yeah, yeah. a genuine connection anymore. Mm-hmm. Right. You have, mm-hmm. your, your role is between this half hour well, and I have like another <laughs> yeah, half hour yeah. that has another role. Exactly. Especially like yeah. here. It, right. It, and that's, I'm very curious like about as these apps continue to like evolve because they're mm-hmm. changing all the time, how that's impacting our identity mm-hmm. and how we interact, how Absolutely. we treat each other. Because mm-hmm. I feel like our community too, the mentorship and the connection that existed when, you know, I was younger trying to find my way in the world, it's gone now. Mm-hmm. There isn't, Tell them what I said there. to you when we met up. 
What did I say to you about mentoring? What did I say to you about my responsibility? He doesn't remember. When? Were you, like, that, were you that, that two like, days ago? <laughs> no, no, it, it was like three meetups ago. I remember. <laughs> no, no, I said to you, just, uh, you said to me, ask me. Well, well why tell do you, me what you say. Repeat it. You see, this bitch was not listening. <laughs> he does not listen to one word you say. No, I, I said do. to you, I said I have a moment. responsibility as a black gay man <laughs> yeah, yeah. to mentor and do this. He's like, why do you feel like you have to? I said, I told you, I said, I just feel I do. Yeah. And so he yeah. just said, I just feel like I do. People nowadays, though, and as the generation no. progress, they don't. And I think that's a disservice because, yeah. you know, life isn't always going to be this way. And there's mm-hmm. loops in mm-hmm. history. But people have to remember some of that history to, like, come present. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think as a part of that with the mentorship that people are authentic because people had to be authentic back then. This right. was like survival mode. I mean, you're looking for a community and you're trying to right. mm-hmm. make connections. and You're trying to be authentic to yourself mm-hmm. and you need to be able to establish that with others. Yes. No, and it's, it's funny because like I said, it's just the, the, the authenticity of who you are as a person versus you being extra. Mm-hmm. It's just what's missing for me. And I look at some kids and I was like, you're being extra. I said, this is not you. Yeah. I mm-hmm. know extra people. There was a boy named Sonny when I was growing up in college. Sonny used to wear um, painless shoes. He used to wear female high heel shoes and stomp around Ohio State University and cross campus like 97, 98. That's right. The long braids and that, mm-hmm. looking like Jen Jackson. That was Sonny. <laughs> <laughs> but that was Sonny. That, yeah. that was not yeah. extra. Yeah. Because that was Sonny every day, all day. Yeah. Okay. It was never, he was not a trans man, trans woman. He was not, that was just Sonny and who Sonny was. Sonny did not do it. And then the next day, Sonny was like, I feel like looking bush today. There was never that thing with Sonny. He was always himself. He was not trying to make anybody mad at him. He was just being himself. I thought she was extra. Like, any fag is extra. We're all extra. I mean, yeah, I do so. agree with you, Sadu, that you know? everyone should walk into the room and just be their authentic be yourself. Self. Feel but, safe. But, I mean, thanks to these apps where it says, are you masculine? Are you right. feminine? And, and, and so when I people just think, hit you up, if you smile, yeah. then all of a sudden yeah. now you're feminine. Yeah, and so I just do now. That's why I love going outside. Because every time I've met a guy and, yeah. like, went out with him yeah. and, like, he's, like, putting on this thing. I like purposely <laughs> bring out something in him that's very queen because I know they're going to queen out. Queen and that's why I was like, queen out and Diana Ross. I'm queen yeah. out. Just be comfortable. <laughs> you know, be comfortable in yourself. I'm like, you're fag. No, no, so no, when man. did that, and when did the switch happen? Like, what happened where we started to like... When, in every uh, oppressed group, yeah. it's a tree. We start with a foundation. got to be on that. So we'll go straight yeah. here and once the branches go away, right. it starts to happen. So what happens is we now have the privilege of being extra and not being together. So, yeah. mm-hmm. so once we have the privilege of not being together next to each other, everybody gets to branch out and do all of that. Mm-hmm. And people get angry. So that's why a lot of times the older queens get so mad at people. And yeah. I would say this. I think that I don't know if you're the same age as we are, but I'm 39. Colin is 35. I'm going to say that for her. Just keep going around. <laughs> don't be going around telling ages. Yeah. I mean, because I'm a Kevin is beautiful I'm, with a big thigh and a big baby. <laughs> All you need to know. <laughs> Juicy. <laughs> and I, from a generation where I feel like we are the last generation that actually learned some shit from the old queens. Yes. So therefore, I'm still like looking at people like, you don't have to do all that. You don't have to be so extra. You don't have to do all of that. Just be yourself. 
Like, you know, find if you're, you're if you're a queen, you're a queen. If you're this, you're mm-hmm. this. If you're, you don't have to. I dr- feel like all of that's moved into the bear community. I'll put it, I'll put it to you this way. Mm-hmm. I was, it was raining the other day. There was a queen yeah. that was wearing a dress walking down the street. Yeah. Everybody was in the room. She was wearing a mini skirt with her full beard, her hair, stomping up the road, girl, in the full rain. Just, I was like, girl, you are being extra. You know, you need a fucking umbrella. You need a fucking coat. You just want people to see you in this pump. <laughs> <in this dress. laughs> that's why I go like that. Girl, what if they were just being transgressive? They were like, you know, I'm going to just do this, do this. because mm-hmm. I want to be disruptive. I want to be, this is but what I want to be disruptive. But what is the point of being disruptive in that sense? It's like, is it for, wait, wait, is it for your ego? Is it for the community? Yeah, but you can never like. Yes, you can. You can never say you're doing this because of, that you, you hate yourself. You're doing this because you're insecure. You're doing this because. You don't know who you are. I'm yet. sorry. You know? I, will, I will give the, I will give somebody the, the mental state to think that they know what they're doing. Because mm. you know, if you were to go out in some pumps and heels right now to be disruptive, you're doing it because you want to be disruptive because society, not because Colin wants to be dis- yeah, disruptive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So therefore, the give them, give them that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's but what you got. That's what I'm, you got. I, I'm just always cautious on like how to tell queer folk how to be queer, right? No, I, because yeah. I feel like. It's just another form of like how you know of, of me saying you can only sort of live and breathe in the world in these kinds of ways, and it sounds a lot like when I've hung out with some of my straight friends who say, "Well, you know, I I feel so cool, you know, and at ease when I hang out with you because you don't seem like you're not like the flamboyant gay, you're not like well, the this gay, you're not the this gay." So so you're the gay that is legible for me and so like and and this becomes an issue of legibility too and so like okay well these these are the only kinds of ways that we can be gay in a way that is digestible to people Mm -hmm. Uh, and so and when we and when we sort of create these very sort of narrow sort of ways that we can live and breathe in the world then i see it as a way of sort of sort of deciding you know I, what game you know how, how we can be queer how we can like live it mm-hmm. live and breathe let me rephrase that you know what i'm saying i'm and not so, sure i know what you mean i'm not trying to tell them about to be who they don't want to be my thing is i'm only but it's also it's going to be a disservice to you if i don't question you and you know, i don't like questions me a mother of questions but if i don't ask one question and go like what are you doing girl because if that's what you just explained to me makes perfect sense if that's what you're doing when you're doing it. So let's define then some of like what you actually mean by authenticity here. Mm-hmm. And what do you mean by genuine? Authentic- because, authenticity yeah. is being yourself. Okay. What I mean by being yourself is the fact that if I decide to be quote unquote disruptive and mm-hmm. go out, you know, sometimes I'm doing that for attention versus doing, doing it to actually make a statement. Okay. So authenticity to me means the fact that I'm doing it to make a statement, not doing it to draw attention to myself. Mm-hmm. So that's what I mean by authenticity is not to draw yeah. attention to myself, to make me feel special, to make, mm-hmm. to bring something mm-hmm. that's just going to validate me and make me feel this versus me going like, I'm going to do this because right. I want to make sure that you see that there are people out there who are like this, who are doing this. Okay. So that's what I mean by authenticity. I don't mean that, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mean that if people do this and this and this, and this they're not authentic. I just mean like this thought. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The thought of what you're doing. So if I decide. So the intention behind like what the intention doing. was mm-hmm. what you're doing should be authentic. Right. Mm-hmm. And Genuine it not, coming from you. Yeah. Not worried about like the why, reaction why of the cause. Like, why, yeah. why can't I just do it? Because I, maybe I want people to 
recognize me. Maybe I want to be seen. Maybe I want to see and be seen. What's what's wrong with that? There's nothing wrong with it. But most of the time, when you see people do that, they, they, they are they are um they are when people when they're called out on it for not being that, they try to explain it as it being that. That's where my problem comes in. It's like, no, no, I'm doing it for the girls. I'm not doing it for me. You're like, no, you're doing it for you. This, oh, why do that's they have what they explain themselves. They don't have to explain. So they don't what have I'm to saying, explain why they what do I'm it. saying is, if I ask you a question about that and you go, mm-hmm. I'm doing it for this, and you're not, mm-hmm. you're a fraud. Right. And and here's what I think. So it's like, I, I it's think, like just be like, I'm doing. I'm, queer people always have to explain. We all I'm, always have we to always have to justify our existence. To, but as straight folks, but we, you know, and so this kind, this kind of policing says that we we have to justify. But I don't think why it's okay do what we do. I don't think it's okay, but it's also something in calling uh, bad behavior out. This is what I will say, and I've been, you know? I've been listening to the conversation. Like if I see someone queening out on the street, oh, like, it's, it's, it's not my yeah. it's not my place. To I never go on like, like, girl. They, you get in your life. In your the, life. <laughs> the only time I get offended is when someone says to me specifically on these mm-hmm. apps, right. or "Are you are masculine?" You masculine? Oh, right, right. right. Yeah. Like, don't tell issue. me to be right. what who I am. I want, I want to be app. able to yeah. walk in and be yeah. who I am. Well, don't yeah. tell me. Yeah. Don't tell yeah. me if I'm masculine. Exactly. So I hate when people judge me. Exactly. Tell me what I should be. What I'm saying is those people. Some some people, not those people. I hate Mm. saying this. Some people (laughs) go out there and just do things because they want their personal selfish validation Mm. that does not help anybody else around them. And then when you call them out on it, they say, "I'm trying to help people around me." That's That's where I have the problem. I'm like you're not trying to help anyone. Let me it's give a very you, specific situation. Yeah, let me give you an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm and, very. That's, that's that's me. That's why I'm like when I question. I'm like you are trying to help yourself, not the people. Because girl, please, when Sunday was stomping around at Ohio State, girl, her pumps and stuff, I was right behind that bitch girl in my fubi and we was snickering. <laughs> because you know what? I knew the bitch was motherfucking out there stomping for her and anybody who looked like her, mm-hmm. not right. just stomping mm-hmm. for her to get attention for herself. Right. Let me That's let me use this as an example. Yeah. I was, of course, as I just told you guys. Although she's entitled to do that, you are entitled to do that. So you're right. <laughs> I was watching Red Table Talk one night, just mm-hmm. on yeah. just on loop. And uh, EJ, you guys know EJ from a uh, cook from, from, from um, I'm mad EJ at from uh, EJ's very authentic Magic Johnson's son. Yeah, mm-hmm. Magic Johnson's son. Yeah. So she said the worst criticism she gets is from other gay people. Like yeah, she says they hate harsh. on her the most. Yeah, and I had to check myself. Because I was like, I do criticize her no. for living her most authentic life. I think she life. is extra, but I but, think she is real. But, but, I mean, but who's to say that, she, like, I think it's going to this conversation. She's just living her best yeah, life. Yeah, right. Yeah, she's yeah, living yeah, her yeah. best but life. But when yeah. you see EJ, do you not see, I see, I see him extra in the sense that he is young and extra as a young person. But mm-hmm. I know that's who she is. I mean, mm-hmm. but you know what I mean? Down it's like the street, a, wouldn't people judge her and be like, "Oh, she's she's doing the most. Right. She's no, no, doing no. the most." But you see, you can. But it's an also but, like the character also, of that lifestyle. Too it's that lifestyle, well, and like, it also, yeah. and I also have a privilege of being a certain generation that met people who have been doing that before, and all mm-hmm. that. So I have a different. I have a. A different view. A different mm-hmm. view. I can look at the girls and be like, oh, that girl's doing too much or that girl's not doing too much. You know, you know that. Well, anyway, speaking of too much, we've got to get to our music break. So this music break. <laughs> <laughs> this, that was a hard That's break. That's like a smooth transition <laughs> there. It wants to move it out, girl. Not to, the conversation didn't end. Nothing wrapped up. <laughs> no point. conclusion. It's not going to wrap up. I mean, like. It's an ongoing. It's a, it's, this is a conversation. Dude, honey, the girls didn't figure it out in 1908. We're not going to figure it out. So, I guess a word of advice to all the audience is just be authentic. Be, be yourself and you will connect with other people be that your will best be authentic self. with you. Thank so you. See? You so, like that. That's why yeah. it's originated. So, 
<laughs> I was on the last time Dr. Craig was here. I was accused of not doing hip hop. Uh-oh. Accused. Accused. Wait, I accused you? Excuse me. Yes, I was accused because I did not like Monitor Mary, a.k.a. Jay-Z. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't play that. I said, no, honey, I know hip-hop. I just don't do that new school hip-hop. Man. <laughs> so I have picked three of my favorite hip-hop songs, you know, as a person who likes real hip-hop, yeah. not mess. <laughs> I do like some So hip-hop. we start with like uh, 99 mm. Problems. But I see, not Jay-Z, because Jay-Z is not the originator of that. Because mm. nobody knows that. Mm. And we're going to Wild Wild West by Kumo D. And then we end with Positive K, I Got a Man, which came out in 1991. Wait. Therefore. That's old school hip-hop. Do not play with me when I say it. I know what the fuck I know about when I know what I know. I just wanted to make sure. You know, Sometimes you just got to let girls know. So this is our little hip-hop break right here. So enjoy. Queer State of Mind. Make sure to take Queer Minded with you wherever you go. Subscribe to our feed at RadioQueerMinded.com slash QSOM. Or find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and other popular podcast networks. Just search for Radio Queer Minded. Now, let's get back in a queer state of mind. Yes! I would say, hey, what a gay horse eats. Hey. That was some hip-hop. That was old-school hip-hop. <laughs> I like that. Oh, my God. That was old-school hip-hop for somebody who supposedly did not know hip-hop. You took mm-hmm. it way back. Mm-hmm. You, you did. Took it, you know, that was not... authentic. He was being his he authentic, was being authentic self. Right? I was proving a point to a <laughs> okay, bitch so who there. tried me. <laughs> so... That's what was happening. <laughs> that was petty. Okay, so that, I'm that's authentic always too. petty, honey. <laughs> well, you know, we're, we're not as old as Miss Sedu, so that wasn't my hip-hop. <laughs> my hip-hop was uh, Nelly and Jay-Z. Nelly, Jay-Z, who else was around? Did anybody have a vocal inflection? What you listen to? <laughs> <laughs> no. I was, was here. Around? I was at the house. Then I sat down. Yes, then I killed a person. Was, then I moved. Then I moved. You're like, oh, you do that. You're giving masculine. You're doing it. No, he's good. We're not going to do that because I already (laughs) fought myself. I'm not going to do that. We're going to talk about, uh, again, because we did last week, but since Kevin was, Kevin's one or two. Who's Kevin? Who's Kevin? Oh, I'm sorry. Since Colton. Yes, there we go. Thank you. (laughs) <laughs> okay. We see those spirits. Kevin is his boy's <laughs> butt I want to eat. Kevin is what? Kevin's his boy's butt I want to eat, but in a coach and somebody else. Yes, I said that on the air. Yes, yes. Boy, you did that you say that on the air. air. Oh, well, what you got to do, bitch? You nasty. Drink vodka. Goodness. <laughs> Goodness gracious. All right. <laughs> Colton Bradley. <laughs> Not Kevin. <laughs> so, what are your feelings on, you know how I feel about, you know, my drags. Mm-hmm. You know, I have a whole different... Um, uh, opinion let me pull it up track. right now because I have it right here. You can name the people, and you know, then the people can tell. Does everybody you. in this room um, watch Drag Race? I do. I do not. Oh, goodness. So I'm sorry. It's become a cultural phenomenon. And so, All Stars, it starts next month, December 14th, which is kind of it's getting on my nerves. Like, it's actually getting on my nerves that she's doing so many she's doing all stars in the season all stars in the season i feel like all stars should be a treat like it should happen mm-hmm. once every like four years now when it comes to those checks in her mailbox <laughs> i know right because it sounds exactly. like she's like she's how much money can i make for on every Friday? single okay, yes yeah. that's what it's about but now it's happening all the time where it doesn't feel like a treat anymore mm-hmm. we're like we just saw this queen like mm-hmm. two cannot months be very honest with you i actually like all stars more because i like drag mm-hmm. I'm, I'm I'm kind of sick of the All Stars because they, I think they're bringing them back too quickly. They're bringing them back too quickly. It's just I like a competition with people who actually know what the fuck they're doing. Yeah, the All Stars is the top. Is the but best. I also the like best. like newbies who are like just getting I don't in. like new drag. Yeah, I'm not the person. Yeah, you I'm, don't like new drag. Mm-mm. 
you're, I think you're like RuPaul. RuPaul does like that. She doesn't like new drag. Mm-mm. I like an old queen. I know what the fuck she's doing because I'm going to throw my. Do- I want to throw my dollar bills at you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's what I need. Well, I need let me, that. So what let are the new queens doing? Then? Go ahead. So <laughs> some of the new queens. My internet's not completely working, but we have a uh, uh, Monet Exchange. She's Who's coming back. Fabulous. She's very very good. You know, she's from on the on the islands. Yes, oh. she is. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We have Latrice Royale. Wonderful. Oh, oh she her. came back. Uh, old school former uh, Florida Florida mm-hmm. pageant queen from back in the day. Yeah. I've known Latrice from old one while I was in the I feel like she's, she's coming back. She's, she's coming back. For the third time. It's the yes. third time she's coming mm-hmm. back. Yeah. So Trinity Taylor's coming Trinity back. Trinity Taylor, I love. Trinity used to compete in the pageants back in the day. I used to dance with all of them. Yes, I'm sorry. Pheromone. I like her a lot. She's pretty, but she needs to wear some hip ass and titties. I cannot do this with hip ass and titties. Miss Valentina is coming you back. You know what? I, I Miss Valentina gives me soap opera. I live for her now. I met that and, bitch and I live for her. You know, there's a meme going around for Miss Valentina. She's about to be on Rent Live on Fox. I'm not going to watch that, but good luck. On Rent. Oh, she's okay. about to be and, uh, so she's Angel. expanding her brand. Her brand. She's, yeah, she's yeah. about to be on good Fox for, for Fox Rent Live. That's a big this deal. This is a big That's deal. That's a conservative. But then people are like, the queens yeah. are joking. They're like, because you know Angel, she sings throughout the yeah. whole show. They're like, what's she going to do? Her mouth is going to be all covered. It's true. I think that was a bad choice for Angel. Because Angel is the heart of the show, uh-huh. for that, for that show and he should be like more of a angel should not be a drag queen he's more of a transgender mm-hmm. yeah angel's transgender not yeah. a drag queen well i think there should just be okay. i think it should okay. just be an actor who oh, can like bring it bring, <laughs> who could bring the heart to the come role. on who could bring the heart to their role <laughs> yeah. and yeah. valentina you know she's yeah. you know she's not an actress continue she's we have a... most miss monique hart i love monique hart because i love yeah. me a good i, was, I wasn't I, I love, monique hart. i like a drag queen that's just all camp and fun drag queen it's like she does not take she's a man in a dress love it <laughs> exactly. yes yes <laughs> yeah. miss jasmine masters love her she's an old school that's an old mean school old queen yeah smoking a newport of virginia, <laughs> virginia slim girl but i got something to say yes <laughs> oh i love these queens who don't change their voice right their husky voice don't even try to change right. their voice they think uh rue came for, for tyra season two Rue was like, can you change your voice? No, I can't change my voice. This is who I am. I got a son at home. Amen. Who else do we have? Oh, Naomi Small. R- wonderful. Um, great gowns. Beautiful gowns. Beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> <You're a mess. laughs> Miss Gia Gunn. I love Miss Gia. I, no, love I Ms. didn't Gia. like Gia Gunn. She was too catty. But Gia is actually something that is very important because People are, people, you know, in New York City, they don't have no trans queens working. I grew up in Columbus and they're all nothing but yeah, trans queens. Yeah, yeah. So Is like, she's trans? She's trans. So they don't oh, have, they I don't have that. trans, they don't have tra- transgender queens. So I'm just like, that's weird to me because I grew up 90% trans queens and then like, well, trans queens and boy queens. I was like, well, mm-hmm. did people don't have, tra- um, yeah. uh, oh, I'm going to say that they don't have trans to do drag here. Mm. I was like, they do drag. That's just that's been the thing. Yeah. Well, they made it seem like that Peppermint was the first person to come on that was no. trans. Yeah, but Peppermint, like, there are queens who've been doing, like, Mimi Marks, uh, uh, Maya Douglas, all these mm-hmm. people who've been doing this shit for years and years and years and years. But let me just say this real quickly. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to watch it. We have an event happening on, on the 29th mm, yes. of um November. I got to find a way the hell it is. Ori, tell me right now. You got to text me. <laughs> Bitch, I'm scrolling through all this. We have a uh, the Pine Box. <laughs> Pine Box Rock Shop uh, on uh, in Bushwick. We have an event on the 29th. Now, we don't know what the fuck we're doing yet. 
That's but we're doing something. Thursday night. Thursday, Thursday night. night from okay. 9 to 12. We're doing something. So it's our three-year celebration. Oh, I will be there sprinkling all the shade and giving the girls too much like I usually do. Ooh. Um, Please. please. Oh, shit. That's the stuff. <laughs> <That's laughs> please uh-huh. join us. You know, I will try to invite uh, uh, um Mr. <laughs> Dr. Craig and I'll try to invite Colton who will probably be there at 1230 when it's over. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. It was you a know. social event. You yes, know. I will walk in late. <laughs> But maybe Kevin will be there on time. But I know Colton <laughs> will. <laughs> he's not always there when you call, but he's always on time, honey. Ashanti, that was a shout out to you. It would never happen again. <laughs> um, but just make sure, make sure you guys come there. Thank you so much, guys, for joining us. So please, uh, let's go around the room one more time. We have about a minute and a half. Tell people who you are and what you do. And please, Theo, you're an originator, honey. Yeah, so I'm originator. My name is Deo, and um, oh, Deo, I'm sorry. Yeah, Deo, and uh, what I do. So currently, I work for our New York City Public Health and Hospital System. So I work in training and development, but I'm working on uh, trying to develop my own brand uh, in terms of like I'm a Reiki master practitioner and bringing like holistic wellness and like trying to really get people to align their mind, body, and spirit. So that's kind of like one of my big movements that I'm going to do that I want to, I would like to do here in New York City. So I just moved back. Fantastic, Doctor Craig. Awesome. I um, teach in an English slash writing department, St. John's University. Um, yeah, and I'm very happy to be here. I also uh, am a project coordinator for a black and Latino male initiative mm. at Hunter College. Um, so, yeah. Okay. I'm very happy to be here, too. I love that term. Kay Colton. Yes, Colton Bradley. I have been in the city <laughs> living the life. Uh, so I'm an actor. I've been studying acting my entire life. Nice thighs, um, too. So, <laughs> um, so I'm here living the life in the city. <laughs> living his life like it's golden. Yes. Living my best life. Uh, so, yeah. All right, guys. So, and there's also on uh, Sadu. I actually have a show coming up on February 22nd, 2019. I am returning to the cabaret for my ninth cabaret show, which is going to be uh, Sadu Karma presents songs in the key of single three, single okay. and married. And then uh, later there'll be songs in the key of, sing, key of single four, which is going to be Spencer's Paradise. That'll be coming next spring. But I will be returning, and this is going to be for my big birthday. I'm doing the song. So. I hope you guys enjoy and thank you for listening to Quest of Mind. We love you all so much. Oh, the Wild Wild West is playing, honey. Well, we'll go out on that. 